I know, I know, I know, I know, I know, I know. It's been so long, guys. It's been so, so long. Um, for those of you who don't know, this is this is Justin Badmos, and I'm coming to you straight from Lagos, Nigeria, and this is my podcast, Approaching Adulthood. It's a roller coaster of emotions. So, guys, um, it's been an emotional. I don't know year for me so many people have died celebrities um relatives um you know i graduated went for a party sorry i say party like that but that's how people need to say it so i'm trying to be cool <laughs> um i've formed new relationships i've tried new um dating apps i've shot my shots at certain people but never got a reply so i mean hopefully they do reply i mean because still like crushing on them heavy um yeah form new relationships met new people um strength strengthening my old relationships made sure that i'm you know checking up on my friends and making sure that they're okay um basically guys it's been like i said emotional um the exciting parts are like very 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 tiny but i mean they make up for the emotional times that i had so i'm grateful for them regardless um so today i don't want to have to bore you guys with all of my personal details because that's not what you want to hear abby it's the main gist the main thing that i have for you and um actually too i'm going to talk about one thing that is very sensitive and which i'm very sure a lot of you have opinions on and the other part is also sensitive but not sensitive because i'm not going to dive in deep it's just basically me asking questions so that i can get you know responses from the next time i have to record another episode so um I'm thinking I would not be able to finish um, the other part today because it's broad and I've not had time to ask people questions about how they feel about the topic. So, um, so the first part is basically people. Um, okay, let me not say people, but guys, I don't know about, I don't like, I've not asked the other people, but I don't think girls ask them to come over and it's not a big deal. But girls do you find it or do you think it's a big deal to go over to a guy's house for the first time that's the question i'm just going to break out there um for me it is because we've only had time to speak on phone yes there's FaceTime. yes there's video call on whatsapp there's um i don't know any other platform that other people use but that's what i know that a lot of people use those are the ones i know a lot of people use so there are those things and I've been really trying to wrap my head around the fact that the moment you say no to these people, I don't know if it's about the rejection or it's about stereotypes, but whichever one it is, I struggle to understand why the minute I say I can't come over to your house because I don't want to, because that's not why I want to meet you for the first time, then it becomes a problem, then I become immature, then we no longer talk like communication just stops immediately and then you know like because you feel like 
you guys would have clicked better. Then you start seeing the person in a different light because it was just a question about what I would prefer. Would I want to come to your house? And I said, no, it's my opinion. It's my preference. Respect it. That's basically all I want at the end of the day. But then immaturity comes into it and then person sees you as immature and i'm trying to understand how me not wanting to come over to your house for the first time like first time you meet because definitely i'm not comfortable that's for me i don't know for other people but i'm not comfortable coming over to your house for the first time and yeah that's when we meet i for real though I, i like i said other people might not find it to be a problem they might not see it as a problem rather they might not see it as a big deal they'll just look past it and like well i'm just coming to your house so we just chill probably cook for me eat noodles or drink diary or we might go all out and buy seafood boil and you guys can chill but if if i'm as a person rather if i say i'm not coming over to your house because i don't feel comfortable and well, in most, most, okay, the thing is, from, I don't know about other people, but most of the people I've met, they always, they always say, um, come and see me now, come over to my house now, what are you doing now, you're always at home, only you, you're not talking to anybody, come back to my house now, I'm assuming that's what they sound like, and in my head, I'm like, your house, and then they go, oh, it's not really my house, oh, it's my friend's house, my friends are street, how do you want me to... See you guys, I'm so pissed because it's not the first time, it's not the second time. So, I'm not because I really don't like stereotypes, but when the um, character trait is like in this person, and then another person, and then another person, and I'm, I'm starting to see it like, bruh, this isn't like a one man issue anymore, it's like a group of people thinking the same exact way. So, we are going to tell your friends to leave worst case scenario and then we're going to have the house to ourselves i still see it maybe maybe i, I think it's me because i like my privacy so i don't know what other people feel about this so i really like you guys to like get back to me on how um or what you feel because it's probably just me coming over to your house for the first time that we meet is a no big big no for me at all could it work it can't work at all so you guys that's it um that's the first part so if you guys have anything to contribute to it in fact be insensitive be not insensitive i don't care how you come out and say how you feel but just say it so i know how people think at the end of the day and guys are not exempted okay i want to know why they think that it's fine to like to um, invite a girl over for the first time. They might not say anything wrong in it, but I want to know why it's or why they prefer girls come over to your house for the first time. I mean, so other people go the extra mile. They'll tell you, um, uh, I I I bought this. I brought flowers. I mean, not in Nigeria. Sure. I mean, I, I mean, there are definitely people that do it, sure, but not in this country. I have not seen any guy that would go to the extra mile and they tell you that they can cook Indomie at home or they can cook fried rice for you. Is it fried rice on Sunday in Republic? 
or KFC fried chicken. I can cook it. I'm a chef. What do you mean? So chef, Lamo. I'm all you guys. Um, but that's basically it. Shall don't mind my dry jokes. So for the next part, which is the interesting part, which is the main reason, reason, reason why I'm recording the podcast today is love. Hmm. So you guys, I struggle sometimes because as small as those I mean, that this word is love rather as small as it is and as tiny as it is and as I don't know how how else to describe it but look at something that's small but it controls the entire world like it's an emotion an emotion a feeling whatever you call it as small as it is but when you see it in writing chat that's small you're like is this the love is this the love that people are talking about? Like, if it's love and it controls the world, it should be like 15 letter words or I don't know. More, sha. Like, it should be plenty. By the end of the day, at the end of the day, it's just love. Love. How would somebody describe love? How would a two-year-old describe love how would a five-year-old describe love how would a six-year-old a 10-year-old a 13-year-old a 20-year-old describe love so i took time last month because i was supposed to record this particular episode last month i took out time and i started dividing what I, i think love itself is made up of so i was able to come up with just three things including love itself so love works with attention and communication i'm no expert and i do not research these things i do not have to but a lot of time when you watch movies and you see people give advice on how to make um, a particular relationship better they say love and communication love and communication love and communication communication is key communication is key 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 and some people say that no matter the amount of love or attention or communication you give some people if they don't want to be kept they won't be kept it's true i totally agree but one thing i know is if as a person an individual if you go through those stages you love you give attention and then you communicate how you feel to the other person then for me you have won it doesn't matter if the relationship doesn't last or it doesn't progress or it stops at where wherever it stops for me as a person you have won because you're able to grow you're able to communicate and understand and then just just be able to tell how the other person is feeling or what they're feeling at a particular time it's it's basically just a win-win for you yes the relationship may die yes you people are not going to be together anymore but trust me the next person you meet just because you have those three things it's just going to be easier for you because you already know that you want these things and you know how these things work so all you want to do is try to reason with other person but let's even go back to my point enough of the diverting and diverting and diverting <clears throat> so um like i said i was able to divide love attention and communication 
based on how I would think that these people love. So for a mother that is pregnant, of course, child, what else should we be pregnant with? So she's pregnant. So for the fetus inside of her, for the child growing inside of her, it's basically the care and attention that she gives that pregnancy. I mean, there are some people I don't know. I'm, I'm not trying to be abusive or anything, but I know there are people there are people out there that may not have like enough attention, enough care because they don't have money and all the resources that it takes. But I, at least they strive. But for people that have um, access to um, resources that can help them nurture their pregnancies and help their children grow and have strong, healthy bones and have all the vitamins in their systems those are people or the people that put love in it attention and then let's get to the communication part a lot of people i don't know about any other person but a lot of people that i've seen they try to sing to their kids when they're pregnant just so that the um, child on the inside familiarizes with the mother's voice or the father's voice or their sibling's voice if you know if they're not the um first child or first child what am I saying child? sound old Sha. so for them so I'm basically saying the love there is the fact that the mother keeps on trying you know it might not be easy now all the swollen legs the uh, mood swings the nausea 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 Oof. vomiting sickness all of those things they contribute to how she should feel and sometimes she might throw everybody off, off of like a path and say i don't want to talk to anybody today i want to be alone that's where the monster comes in anyway so it's like all of those things and at the end of the day she sees a child and she's like oh my goodness he's so cute and then she cries because she cannot control the joy she feels and how tiny the baby looks and how cute the baby is and how they're crying and like how their entire um palm wraps around your little finger and it's just cute and just warms your heart immediately that is love unconditional love from mother to child now this is where now you move from that stage as a mother you move from that stage to another stage where you have to start breastfeeding that is attention and also love because you don't want your child to starve plus you don't want your child to die because you do not give the child enough attention so that's why people say is it possible to die from lack of attention i think so i don't know about adults you don't die physically as far die and they bury you but inside you're dead because you feel like nobody loves you we even come back to that so back to mother and child so now the child is like three months old looking plump fresh skin fresh butt they are so so fine and they have this really beautiful rose and their eyes are like so bright and they have the most amazing soft hand they're just fragile at the same time so you don't want to have to mess up so basically that's the time that mothers are like all over the kids and they don't want to have to lose them and like the slightest thing be it sickness or 
um, rashes they just get worried like what's wrong with my baby is my baby fine they go to the hospitals they do checkups they take care of the children drugs all of those things contribute to the attention and see what we love now let's get to the communication part <clears throat> so as a child um definitely after eight days i think for girls i don't know for other cultures but in your land, i think after eight days the girl gets a name that's the naming ceremony and then for boys i think it's after seven days i don't know if i'm missing this option please correct me later but i think that's how it works so they um christian them give them names so that will help with the communication part because now you have to say Tola and then she looks up and she's looking at you like am i Tola am i Tola and then she goes back to whatever she's in and you scream Tola and then she looks at you and then the lullabies and then the bedtime stories even if most of the time you don't know what you're saying but it helps them and then you're rocking them to sleep you know all of those things contribute to the communication part because it helps with the bonding process between between mother and a child so enough of boring you mother and child now let's go to a two-year-old how would a two-year-old describe love i mean they've now gone past the holding me in their hands or seeing me to sleep i mean they feel like they're bigger than that now and the only thing that matters is cutting candy and lollipops and marshmallows and all of those things that they can get from their parents because i mean they're cute and they're tiny and they can get anything they want basically so they milk the opportunity especially when you know that your parents will get it for them so for a two-year-old what is love love for them is the attention that they get again you see and bringing attention in because everything just they connect just the gel the balance will the balance so you guys um like i said it's the attention that he gets oh i just fell then the mother comes oh my goodness what happened to you and then they see the injury of course they're crying because they can't bear to see that their skin that there's something else under their skin and, and it has something red under it. it's called blood and they're trying to comprehend and then they're crying and mom comes and she's like oh my goodness she brings the first aid kids and then she cleans, cleans off the um injury and then she carries them and then she pets them i mean i don't know but you know that one shall when injured they go beat you beat you beat you beat you beat you but i'm just saying i'm just saying not trying to come to the african side of things because one might run mad and you know insensitivity and i don't want to be insensitive so i'm just generalizing what i feel should be done so the child gets injured and the mother cares for the injury gets probably juice back and then life moves on you know the mother of course puts a bandage and something basically just natural injury until it's better so guys for the two-year-old again it's um can i just say two three four and five as at two, they start talking, everything is like shocking them. They see you and they say, How are you? And they say, Mommy, and they say, Daddy. And they're like, Oh, these are words and they sound good. And they keep saying it. 
and they're saying it and they're sharp and they're all over the place they're breaking television and breaking things and breaking this and breaking that as a mother you're getting migraines but there's nothing you can do except shout and occasionally spank their butts so besides that five-year-olds become very inquisitive i'm not sure i'm not i'm not generalizing but i know that i've had to see a lot of five-year-olds and they keep asking you oh mommy why is the moon following me or why is the sun always this color or why is the moon gray or this or why are the stars so tiny mommy is that an airplane why is it so small and then they get to the airport and like oh, airplanes are so big why are they so big now and you have to explain you have to teach them and you go to the internet and you show them why and what and it's just beautiful because you're, you're teaching them and then the occasional kisses they get from you before they go to bed then the deals you people strike if you do this i will get you this if you do this i'm gonna get you a bicycle or a skating board or you know all these things that just make them feel so warm and fuzzy on the inside just because you do that for them that is it for two to five year olds now for <clears throat> for nine ten year olds they're they feel they're now big boys and they're growing and puberty starts from probably nine because some people some people get to experience puberty very early so some people start at nine and some people start later so people that start at nine they feel like they're now big people and i mean i have things that you don't have i have pubic hair and my voice is getting deeper and i'm starting to have crush on girls and i think i like this boy so they feel like it's cute because now they have best friends like best friends understand what they feel and as parents that gets you know overprotective they might the kids might not want to have to share anything by the way because they don't want to get flogged and all of those things but i mean shouldn't have to be that hard parents shouldn't have shouldn't have, have to be you know that strict where your kids cannot talk to you about those kind of things but yeah so they feel like their best friends are the only ones that understand them so they talk to their best friends more they tell them how they feel you know they discuss their goals and aspirations and they say as at that age you're like i want to be a doctor and i want to be a lawyer and i want to be this and you look at them like oh my children want to be this and that and then as a parent you start carrying to you like my daughter wants to be a doctor my daughter wants to be this like dreams cannot change at any point Sha. for um nine to ten year olds like i said it's basically them experiencing puberty for the first time but it's not as bad as it is for 13 year olds because 13 year olds now let me when you're 13 your crush is no longer your crush crush i don't know how to explain it because you have gone through puberty puberty and yeah that yeah that stage where like oh your hormones are like all over the place nobody understands me nobody knows me nobody gets how i feel and then you have that just one friend that one friend that that one person that understands you to death like you feel like if that person weren't were not to be available or were not around then you don't know how you'd have been able to get on your life that's how that's how bad it is so for 13 year olds their parents are not the people that give them the most attention as at that time 
the parents are concerned definitely because they notice changes and they come and give them the talk and they tell them don't let a boy touch you like this or don't let any girl touch you like this you might get pregnant or you might get somebody pregnant so it's like you're trying to process all these things and then your parents are like coming all over and then you feel like you want your space you want your own room you don't want to associate with your siblings like the, like you used to so you're like you're just distant from everybody because you feel like you're going through things that they don't understand and it's fine honestly it's really fine i can relate 100% so your best friend is like the only person that understands you you talk to them every time you go to school you're together you talk about your crushes and what you get get them on valentine's day when you exchange presents at school and it's just it's just amazing but then the people that you don't like at that time are your family like your entire family is like everybody's always on your problem like on your matter like can you people leave me alone can i breathe like i'm still i'm just growing up like i'm just trying to adjust to these changes that are coming to me and the last thing i need right now is some sermon or you're not living your life well or you're not handling this thing well that's the last thing they need then they continue growing they make mistakes along the way um some some mistakes that cannot be changed some that can still be corrected and they become 16 year olds as at that time they've gone through almost everything and then they realize that they might have seen a lot of their lives mm-hmm. so as at that point they realize that that particular person that they're talking to or that boy that's making them feel butterflies on the inside is the person they're going to be for the rest of their lives because they've seen fairy tales they've seen cinderella they've seen snow white and they think that that is how life is going to be well i'm sorry to bust your bubble but that is not how life works and you might not be with the person that you've been with for i don't know since gss3 or ss1 and you think that that's how it's going to be you know like people when i was in school my housemasters and housemistresses used to say that this person that's deceiving you this person that is telling you say sweet things when you get to university you will not remember you you not remember you and i'm like please oh please oh please people are just old and you don't understand anything that was like my reasoning then like these people are just old and bitter and they know nothing but then when you try when you now start to realize the truth and you start to see that these things are actually playing out and the old bitter people are actually turning out to be right you're like oof wow i mean it's just a good thing that they're not there to rub it in your face and say i told you so or you should have known better you know they're not there to give you the talk about how you should have gone about your life choices so basically at 16 you feel like that's the love of your life you start having fantasies every person you every person you you've been with or are going to be with starting fantasies about them how you live together how they would ask you to marry them because you have been watching boys over flowers and you think that that is how life is going to be sorry sis sorry bro but that is not how life is going to be and then you become 18 and in your brain and your head because he said or they say um anything you see is rated 18 or something rated 18. so in your mind you're not an adult you can't even drink you can't drive you can't flex you're finally in the university you can make your own decisions you're making mistakes your parents are screaming every day you're a wayward son you're a wayward daughter your mates are in school reading they are sweating i am here providing for you and then that that moment you're like 
at this point i don't want my parents anymore so like all the love and attention basically as at that point from from 13 to when you're like 18 the love attention and communication part basically revolves around your friends that is what i've seen and if you can relate then just tell me that you can whichever way you can text me call me and let me know but um back to what i was saying so from ages 13 to 18 you see that the people that you can relate with and the people that care about you that you feel care about you more are your friends your best friends you've been with since you know high school and then you know sometimes communication starts to derail and no derail is not the word derail is not the word pardon me um so communication starts to cease and you guys no longer talk as much and now you now have new best friends because you're in the university now and you have new best friends people that understand the struggles that you're going through as at that point because i believe that for every stage and for every um age you attain there are people that will understand you and for every place that you have to be at that time there are people that you're, you're going to have to meet that will help you understand what you're going through and how you're going to go through it because they might have gone through it too so you're basically just you know learning from their experiences or their past mistakes and all that so you um realize that you have more friends from 13 you have like a squad and then 18 it's like you just have three friends and then 19 so you start to get scared like am i ever going to have friends am i am i ever going to be this and that and that and that and that and that and a lot of questions are going through your mind and your mind is just like it keeps racing every time you're thinking every time you're every time rather you're like god 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 please please something something and then expectations and then you start thinking like this eventually until you become an adult so when you become an adult as a 20 21 you start looking back and you're like i've gone through all these things you start seeing other 13 year olds make the mistakes you've made you start seeing things on twitter and on snapchat and on um, instagram and you just you're just i don't know i don't know how to explain it it's just you're, you're not seeing yourself in a different light and you see some of the mistakes you made as a teenager and you're like god how was i so stupid or you see that boy dating like god god i always see pictures of yourself from the past and you're like ew like you cannot just describe how you feel but like well it is what it is no that's not what they say it is what it is yeah that's what that's what they say um so basically as a 20 the love attention communication part there is no attention there is no communication it's just the love love here's why at a 2021, a lot of people tend to withdraw back into their shells. Um, that's what I think. That's my theory. I don't know if there's anybody that can just dispute it and say, no, I have something different to say. Okay, Mr. Lawyer, may I, may I? You can come and, you know, defend and oppose and say whatever, you know, you think may be different. But as for me and from my point of view, as a 2021, a lot of people start to um, think differently. They see people that, that they used to hang out with before and they're like, 
not be not okay i don't say they are better but they feel like they've gone past that stage but having to explain it to that person that you're no longer because you, you text on whatsapp or you text on instagram it's not the same because you're now living like i don't know how to describe is it a different life or you have chosen a different path and they just they just don't align with it it's not you being proud it has nothing it has nothing to be pride at all at all but then you see yourself just slowly moving away from these people and you see yourself trying to hold on to those like two people that you left left in school or you met in school like just 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 those two people and then the other people on your contact list are just like hey what's up yeah sorry i didn't check on you blah 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 and then the main ones, your OGs, and you call them, you talk for hours and hours, and like even if you don't talk for like one year, but like the minute you talk and the minute you guys talk and you catch up, you spend like three hours, four hours talking, and it's not even enough. So it's like you can count your friends, like your real friends, like your real, real personal people, the like people that you connect with on a different, different level. You can count them, but the ones that you just <laughs> they're just good for a crowd or you want a party and you need you know like a big audience then yes that's what they're good for <sighs> so like i said um there's no attention there's no communication and there's no love reason being reason being that as of 2021 everybody has their own problems that they are passing through and facing and the the small like i don't know how to explain it those tiny moments that you get those really 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 small small moments that you get alone with you know your friends like your main ogs and like just tiny minutes you get with them that they make you laugh they make you smile and then you tell them about a problem that you that you have or had and then you just make you forget it in a split second like you hold on to those moments like for the rest of your life but that was not something that you could do when you were 13 or 14. But I think that's because now you are, like, as an adult, you are seeing things from a different, a completely different different aspect, aspect rather. You're starting to think different. You're starting to um, have responsibilities. Then people's expectations, expectations of you, then your expectations from people, then you know all these quotes that you see on Twitter and you're retweeting and you're like, oh I can relate, oh my goodness, yes, yes, yes. And you see all these people getting like 44 million retweets. Okay, I'm I'm being I'm 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 we're doing this but you get you get you get me now guys. Now let me explain myself. Sha. So you're like I can relate on a different level. Yes, this has happened to me. A 13 year old cannot say yes they might have gone through other things in life and stronger things but as I when you get to 21 you see all these things and you're like wow yes it might have been something that happened to you as I when you were 13 it might have been something that happened to you as I when you were 12 but never as at when you were 21 because as a 21 it's just 21 is just basically the age of reflecting 2021 rather reflecting on the things that happened to you before you became an actual adult and then the things that you're passing through currently as an adult the things that made you whatever you are now maybe the calm southern person or the vibrant person or the loner person you know it's it's it has a lot to say about 
um, how you grow up, what you grow up to be. So now I'm saying, I have a question rather. So why is it difficult or why is it that a lot of people at 21 are more depressed? Now, I'm not even saying depression as far. You're listening to Billie Eilish or some sad song or your playlist is different or you know musicians that people don't know or all of those things. Nah. Because remember, depression is not just something that you just sit down, you're sad, you can't move. That's depression. That's not depression. Do your research. Depression is not just... Uh, I listen to um I listen to somebody talk about their life and now I'm thinking about my life. Oh shit, that time that one thing happened to me, shit, I'm depressed. Boom, boom, boom. No. A lot of people are depressed and they don't even know it. Like they still go they go on about their daily lives, they party, they eat, they drink. Like they're they're genuinely happy. Like there are people that you look at and be like, oh my goodness, I want to be like this person. But like at the end of the day, they are depressed. So like, 21, most of 21 year olds are depressed. But the thing is that a lot of people don't want to admit to, they don't want to admit that they are depressed. But the people that are not actually depressed are saying they are depressed. I'm not trying to debunk the factor because that thing pisses me off a lot. Because as at one point, it was like a movement. Like almost everybody on my contact list kept saying, Oh, this, 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 nobody loves me. I am depressed. I am this. I am that. I got pissed one time and I just wanted to text somebody. I'm like, can you stop putting up things like this? Like, I know that you've gone through stuff. I know that you've had, like, I was not trying to be insensitive. I was not trying to be rude. It was just, and I'm, I was not trying to say that the person wasn't going through depression or the people weren't going through depression. But at that time, it was like a trend. So almost everybody on my contact list kept saying, I am depressed. Or one person broke my heart. I am depressed. And I just wanted to just give them just one lecture on what depression actually is. People that are depressed don't go about saying it. One. They don't, because most of them don't even know they are. Like, you can go to your hospital and doctor will tell you, ma'am you are depressed or you have um um you're you're bipolar or something like they just tell you these things and you're shook because you're you're like i'm fine there's nothing wrong with me now i I was happy last week and then they just tell you that it's not about it's not about your happiness it's because depression is not just something that the way people have categorized depression you think that it's when you're sad you're not happy nobody cares about you then you're depressed no Uh uh-uh because I misunderstood that thing a lot. And I felt I was depressed at one point in my life. But it turned out I wasn't. I was just sad. That I wasn't getting what I wanted. And the things I wanted. It wasn't depression, depression. So I was mad at myself for claiming something that I didn't have. And then when I started seeing other people coming out and, started, and like they were saying it. And I started to realize I cannot even remember how many people I've... I've um, upset or I've had to throw off because of my so-called depression so no if you are if you feel that you have symptoms of depression or if you you're feeling some kind of way go to your doctor go to I don't know get proper get a proper diagnosis done before you claim it because depression is not something you want to claim a lot of people get depressed and then you're like oh my goodness how did they die or why did they commit suicide which 
is another sensitive topic and i'm not trying to overdo it but it's just you didn't know that they were going through this they themselves didn't know they just saw it happen and they just did it so basically back to the main ish 21 year olds need love I'm not going to beg people to show any 21-year-old love. You know any 21-year-old that hasn't been properly, properly, properly hugged in a long time. Or that you know hasn't received love. Just call them. Check up on them. Um, let them know. Or just tell them how you feel about them. Let them feel loved. It doesn't take anything from your body. It will not bite you. It will not kill you. Just tell somebody today. I love you. And that will show me that you listen to my podcast, Shao. If you get if you get to this point, that would show me that you listen, you listen rather, and you enjoyed it. So, like I said, this is just part one. That is me crying for twenty-one year olds. What about the thirty-plus people? How do they feel? Nobody ever cares to check up on them, or the forty-plus, or the fifty-plus, seventeen, call eighty, and the ones about to die. You guys, you guys. At the end of the day, we all need love. Love is a grand, 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 grand emotion, grand feeling that cannot just be thrown away and cannot be tossed away just like that. No matter how much you say you don't love this person anymore, trust me, you dream of them, you think of them, somebody says something that reminds you of them, somebody smells like them, like no matter how much you say you're done with that person, they are good memories, trust me, and you remember them and then you just, you know, be sad or you're not happy or how how they treated you this is just the surface so you guys i'm not talking about relationships i am going to come back to relationships and i am going to break every table that has not been broken you guys i'm going to take my time to do my my research i'm going to do surveys and i'm going to ask questions i am going to shake table you guys because relationships some are cages (laughs) Some are prison cells, as in original kirikiri. All the name of relationship, all the name of couple goals. You want to kill yourself. All right, you guys. Um, we have come to the end of today's episode. Episode. Um, I hope that you enjoyed it. I hope that you loved it. I hope that you repost, you share, and you tell your friends about my podcast. And please don't answer my questions. If you push answer my questions, please, because this podcast cannot be better if people don't answer me too. You get. So if if there are things that you feel like I should have changed, because I'll keep saying this in every episode until I become as good as your top podcasting people. I'm going to mention names anyways. But you guys, really, um on a more serious note, if you're suicidal or you're depressed, you have been properly diagnosed. Or you have seen the symptoms and you know that you're depressed please please reach out to people that love you reach out to people don't just wake up one morning and start having thoughts if you feel alone if you feel like you know the world is closing in on you just reach out to somebody talk to somebody there's always somebody that's always there to listen to you and you know it you know it would you rather just let people just cry over you and make a lot of people sad or just reach out to people there are a lot of people that love you. If they won't listen to you, I will listen to you. I, I'm not saying I, I, I've not had my fair share of problems or I'm totally free or rid of all my problems. But if you need just one special minute or, you know, just special loving, 
if I'm available, I can give you plenty of hugs and smother your face with kisses. But please, please reach out to people that love you. And even if even if you don't feel like they love you or anything, just reach out to them. I mean, they're not people are not that heartless. They will they'll come back to you, not come back, come back, but like they'll talk to you and they'll tell you how they feel about you. But like, please don't kill yourself. Don't die. Don't die, please, please. I love you. If a lot of people don't tell you that they love you today or they've not told you in a long time, yeah, I'm telling you. It should mean something. It should come for something. No, you guys, for real. I love you. I love you so much. And for all of you that have been like playing my podcast faithfully, <sighs> so much love. So much love in Ami Chest. So much love. So much love to give, you guys. I know my Jamaican is so, so. Is it Jamaican? Is it Patois they speak? My Patois is trash. But you guys know that I have pure love for you. And please, please, again, I beg you now. I'm kneeling down. Please, you guys should not. Please do not commit suicide. There are people that love you. There are people that care about you. The world doesn't end with one disappointment. You're a blessing to everybody that you meet, whether you like it or not. You're blessed to see every day. Grace, what you have is what a lot of people are looking for right now and they didn't they didn't get it. So I'm begging you guys, please. Depression and suicide and not an option. If you need somebody to talk to, I don't even care for no clothes. Honestly, most times, most of the times, most of the people I've spoken to were not that close, but it just felt good talking to somebody. So if you have anything to talk about and have anything to say, please reach out. Thanks. Hi guys.